All right, so when the market woke up this morning, it really decided we want to go higher, right? Stocks wanted to go higher, bond yields wanted to go lower, even if they could eke out the slimmest of gains. And it kind of reminded me of something my grandma used to say, right? Sometimes you just get tired of being tired. I want to bring in Bianco Research President Jim Bianco because, Jim, you know, I, I read nine, there were at least nine pieces of economic data, right? You know, reports and parts of these reports, maybe more today, a lot to go through. Four Fed speakers. Only one thing would justify the market maybe being higher. The five-year inflation expectation adjusted just a little bit lower. I don't know, maybe that Chicago PMI number. But for the most part, uh, you know, the market early on put up a little bit of a fight. Does that suggest we could be in oversold territory, forgetting about everything else? Yeah, it definitely could. I mean, the problem with oversold territory in a bear market, and, you know, you pointed out we're one of the worst nine months to start ever, is the market could go to, as I like to call it, suicidal levels of oversold before it bounces. But if this was a bull market, oh, yeah, this would be a screaming buy territory. Of course, two weeks ago would have been two, and we're about 8% lower. So we don't know how oversold the market will get, although by most measures, it's already there. So with that in mind, do these occasional bounces right now, the June low gave us like a 17% bounce, but there have been about four or five strong bounces, about 7% or so. But do they do more harm uh, than good in the sense that they keep people buying or holding bad stocks that are ultimately going to go lower, maybe buying too soon? I mean, is it almost better just to get to where we need to go in the bottom at the, you know, wherever the bottom is to get there sooner rather than later? Oh, absolutely. It is better to just get it over with. You know, the, the classic example of that was March of 2020. You know, that, that, that was a vicious bear market, but it was four weeks and then it was over with and then we could start rallying. But, yeah, you're right. You know, these vicious bear, these vicious bounces we see also are because they kind of clean out all the short sellers, too, because they're on leverage. And so it makes it very difficult to short the market. It makes it very difficult to be long the market. And so that's why bear markets tend to have this grinding nature to them like this one does. And unfortunately, probably is going to continue at least into the near future. Let me get your thoughts on, on the Fed. Maybe the Fed potentially going too far. Yeah. I think ultimately the Fed will go too far. They always do. Uh, you know, they always hike until something breaks is the old adage, and that is very, very true. But let me say a kind word about the Fed. I am in the persistent inflation camp. I do think that while inflation is going to peak at 9% a few months ago, it's probably only going to come down to like 3 or 4%, not 2 That is a big difference. And therefore, I think we're in an era of higher rates. I agree with what you said earlier with Dr. Yardeni, we would have been better off getting there faster than dragging this out. But this is the policy that we have. And yes, the Fed made a terrible mistake last year sure. by, letting money, by letting money be too easy for too long. But I think the broader issue here is this is no longer a 2% world. This is no longer a world of zero interest rates right. and quantitative easing. And we have to get ready for that. With that in mind, I got a minute to go, but with that in mind, uh, the components that keep uh, inflation high, particularly, uh, you know, vis-a-vis -vis historic levels. Uh, can the Fed, can aggressive Fed action do anything about that? Now, you know, I think a lot of people are concerned that the Fed's going to be taking actions that have very little impact on inflation, but create a bigger risk for a deep recession. Well, yeah, it does create a risk for recession. That's to break too much. But if you really look at the components of inflation, a big part of it was too much money printing, too much money supply, too many mailed checks, too much the stimulus excess demand. Fed can do something about that. 
The adage that the Fed can't print ships, you know, talking about the supply sure. chain or can't print oil. That's true. They can't do anything about that. But that's not the only reason we have inflation. They can bring it down on the margins because of excess demand. And that's within their wheelhouse. And that's what they seem to be working at. You know, from the Wall, Wall Street perspective, I understand 100 percent what you're saying. But what other folks, the Main Street folks tell me, so I got a stimmy check. I spent it. And now this is happening. <laughs> like, what did I do wrong? Why me? That's what America's saying right now. It's a tough, tough gig for the Fed. No doubt about it. Hey, Jim, thank you so much. You're one of the best. And I appreciate it. Thank you.